Ladies and gentlemen, legend in my spare time podcast. Legend of my spare time. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen good. Legend in my Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and listeners all around the world to a special edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. That's right, your boy Leezy's back with another edition of Legend in My Spare Time, baby. Still maintaining I had the baby before the new day. I'll fight all three of them, except for Big E. That man is huge. All right, so this week we got a special guest through the wonders of technology and through the wonders of lockdown and quarantine, I suppose, because everyone's sitting around bored sometimes so we got from one of my favorite podcasts now when i used to see these guys show up in my in my feed i used to jump and listen to them first please welcome all the way from cali 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 it's your boy vic aka kodak brown one half of the buffet boys podcast welcome my friend my brother and thanks for coming back to the show thank you very much (laughs) absolutely man i just like uh you know just like you said like we've been a little hiatus right now but uh, your podcast is uh, one of, one of the ones I listen to as soon as it pops up as well, and you know it uh, it definitely brings some uh, entertainment to my to my world over here. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate that, and I think anybody that does anything like that, we hope we can just bring an hour or two of comfort or joy to somebody. You know? Uh, yeah, exactly. We'd all prefer to have a million hits and a million dollars in the bank a month, but um, even if just a couple of people say I really enjoyed that show. It still means a lot, man. So, and uh, maybe you and I can now do that for some people. We can give them some escapism and some entertainment, you know, while we chat here and shoot the shit for an hour. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, for listeners who don't know, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, one of the, one of the things I always found was super interesting is when you go through the analytics and you kind of see what parts of the world you actually land in, mm. and uh, and I don't I don't know what the most unusual one for you was, but. We had a listener that would listen from Zambia every week. Damn. Every week. You just see the same, the same, well, I don't know if it was the same person. I assume it was because it was one person in Zambia right. every week, you know? Yeah, it's wild. We had, I don't remember where it was, but we did have one where we kept thinking, it was, it, and it was your same as you, one, just one. And we kept asking <laughs> on the show, we kept being like, yo, if you're the one listening from it wasn't Russia, but let's say it was Russia. Please email us. We'll yeah. give you a prize. We just want to know who you are, you you crazy solo one person. <laughs> Never got in touch, but I do love that. And I also, you know, I'm at the point where I don't even remember how I heard about the Buffet Boys now. I'm glad that I did. Um, you know what? I, 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 do, I do remember. I, I recall how it actually happened. Uh, when we started, we used to uh, use the Podbean hashtag. Ah, right. And I believe you were using it at that point, and you must have found us through that hashtag, right? Because it was like almost immediately, you know, you you I think you sent us like a tweet or or some kind of message, and uh, we've been in correspondence ever since. Yeah, man, that's the beautiful thing about podcasting. You're absolutely right. It was definitely one of those Podbean things, uh, which is cool. That's what I like about the, the the whole community. You know, you can hit these hashtags, and you can find. 
there are literally millions of podcasts, so you can find yep. stuff you dig, stuff you don't. But uh, yeah, it's a really cool community, especially then when you know, like a couple of years later, you can still correspond with somebody and chat back and forth. And I think that's the real fun of it, you know, modern day pen, pen pals and shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> now, for listeners who don't know, oh, well, they know where I am. I'm in South Wales. You're in California, as we both just said. Both uh, fellow podcasters uh, and uh, fellow gentlemen, if I may say. So um, our conversation today was just going to be a nice catch-up and a chat. But coming up in a bit, you've also got a dope game uh, you came up with for us, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the only hint we'll, I'll give is that it, it features Cameo, you know, the app. Ah, uh, yes. Um, <laughs> which is wild because especially right now during lockdown periods, you know what I mean? Uh, Cameo, for those mm-hmm. who don't know, is a website where you can essentially hire a celeb to send you a video greeting. Basically, you know, so there you have it. Um, we'll do that in just a little while. Now, for everyone listening and for me, myself, life has completely changed. Is it the same for you there? Like, is, is your whole world completely different? I know you've mentioned so, you're going out every day still or when you work. Yeah, so I, so I, I did quarantine for about six weeks. I tried my best to, you know, stay my ass at home. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like I said earlier, I'm not a millionaire, I'm nothing close to it. So, you know, when, when the bank account hits critical, uh, critical levels, you have to kind of go back out and, you know, fight the good fight. Yeah. And it's rough, man. It, it's, you feel like society shouldn't, shouldn't have to be that way in the world, but I mean, this is the world that we've all built and we live in and kind of how it works. Once the money runs out. Yeah health be damned you got to go back to work i guess which is which is gross i mean i don't because my motherfucker of a company just decided to fire everybody instead of getting all mixed up in that having to look after people thing um but (laughs) yeah 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 it's wild man it's it's a it's a it's a unique time it's a scary time and uh, i think you just kind of have to escape where you can luckily my wife still works so she still works upstairs right now while i'm talking crap with you she's upstairs (laughs) actually earning um so i've i've been spending a lot of time um uh, recording music and, and playing different parts for music and stuff. Cause at the beginning I tried to do like the, just sit around and watch TV thing. Um, mm-hmm. but I, it was almost like I, I knew my body knew my brain knew I was trying to distract myself. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was having trouble yeah, yeah. Focusing, just sitting around all day watching TV. So now I'm mixing songs. I'm sending files back and forth, which is incredible again, cause everybody be locked down. So People are around. They can't give you that, like, I'm busy this week. I can't record the keyboard parts because you can be like, motherfucker, I know you ain't busy this week. And I know you're not allowed to leave the house. So, Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, long time listeners of this show are going to roll their eyes at me because when we started this podcast in 2009, I was already talking about the Matt Lee's band album, Two Sides to Every Hero. And even back then, I was like, yo, it's almost finished, everybody. Stay tuned. It's coming. It's coming. Well, it's... um. Uh, April 24th, 2020, and I'm here to let you know that Ooh. it's coming, it's on its way, it's almost here. So it's been 10 years <laughs> in the making, um, but six of the songs are already completely finished, um, and we got three more to go. Rather than push for a tenth for a nice even number, we're just going with the songs we've worked on, the ones we really like, uh, and uh, those are going to be finished soon. We're shooting for a release on it, and I was going to shoot an idea by you, get your opinion on this, um, because... Sure. The production-wise, the, the recording and everything, there's no cost to that because I paid for production time many years ago with my boys, and we're now just kind of doing all the last steps. Now, what isn't free is the publication part, getting the show, uh, getting the songs uh, posted so that you can get them on Spotify and iTunes, 
And then, of course, having physical CDs made. So my first uh-huh. question to you is, do you see in this 2020 era any point in making physical CDs? What do you think? Ooh, you see, I'm, uh, I'm of the era where I definitely bought CDs. I even remember buying tapes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's something about – there's something special about a physical – uh, copy of an album, even if it's a CD, if it's a record, something, some, yeah. a physical copy of an album is is just is special. It's unique. Um, and what I really miss about you know this new era of digital copies only is the album art. Yeah, and mm. that's I mean you you sent me some you sent me a little preview. Uh, earlier, I believe yesterday, and uh, it made me a little nostalgic that you know you, you could add more stuff, you know, obviously, but just the 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 artists adding, you know, just different things into their into their album art, and uh, and you don't get that anymore. It's kind of sad. Yeah. You don't get the lyrics. You don't get. You have to. You have to hope that somebody translates them properly. You know. Yeah. Uh, on the internet <laughs> yeah which is so, it's funny when you look up songs uh, and you see the lyrics and you're like those aren't the lyrics but exactly <laughs> yeah so that's what i'm thinking but then is i would is the say CD. yeah go ahead i would say limited run on the cds because everyone doesn't feel the way i do yeah but i think you should make some yeah, because I also think I'm the type, like my wife said to me, if we're at a gig watching a musician play and he's like, yo, I got CDs for 10 bucks. If he's good, odds are we're probably going to buy a CD, right? Um, yeah. Just yeah. Even just literally like you hear, just to support the musician that you like, you know what I mean? Uh, I've had mm-hmm. CDs I've bought off indie musicians that are still in the still in the cellophane, you know what I mean? Because I buy the disc off them, I listen to it on Spotify, but you want to do the supportive thing. So I'm definitely thinking a limited run of CDs that way for at gigs. Uh, but even like, you know, for, for like 10 bucks, I can stick one in an envelope and send it almost anywhere around the world. You know what I mean? Uh, so for somebody yeah. who wants that physical copy. Uh, so the second part of my question for that was then, seeing as everyone's in lockdown and your boy Leezy got his ass fired, here's my next idea <laughs> is I'm looking at doing uh, a Kickstarter for the production costs, the final production costs of the album. Now, I've seen Kickstarters asking for like thousands and thousands of dollars. Um I'm talking like 500 bucks at most is going to be my Kickstarter. I think it's doable. I think if people donate X amount, they get the CD first. You know what I mean? Um, I think something like that might be something people may get down to as well. What do you think? You know what? Uh, I actually have, I was talking about this earlier with my brother. I actually have a really funny story or interesting story about a a musician starting a Kickstarter. Uh, But as far as that goes, I think you, uh, you could reach that goal. Um, uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, do you get enough people to uh, to drop a few bucks? And I think adding the album as a perk is actually the way to go about it. You know, because then someone really feels like they not only do they contribute to making the album, which makes usually makes people feel, you know, good about it. You know, as, as being a part of it. Uh, but they also get the final product, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think, and and, I, and again, because I'm not going to go in and ask for a stupid amount of money, 
I think a couple hundred bucks is, is, is easy. You know what I mean? And let's be honest, I could, I could round up a couple hundred bucks eventually. You know what I mean? But I yeah. thought people may want to get involved as far as a Kickstarter goes. And, uh, you know, d- depending on how the things work, heck, I can even do a little inlay inside that thanks everybody that donated. Uh, because wildly, yeah, the, yeah. the production company I found, I remember back in the day when we were looking at making albums and you were talking like months, legit, this company that I'm working with has a 24-hour turnaround because they work, wow. they run 24 hours a day. So obviously once everything's approved, right? Like the quality of your audio, your artwork, blah, 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 blah. once all that's in and you say go, it's with a courier 24 hours later. That's unbelievable. Wow. But it also means yeah, that once I know the money's there, I can finalize the sheet. Special thanks to everybody on Peter, you know, uh, and, and, and put that inside, have them print it all. And then within a couple of days I'm shipping CDs. So it's, it's exciting and I hope it can work out. I, it's crashed so many times for me that I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll believe it when this, when the box of CD shows up at my house because <laughs> it's been 10 fucking years yeah. now. But honestly, I think it'll be amazing. And I just want a CD out there. I want an album finished so nobody can ever tell me I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just don't, just just like the, the story I was, tell, I was mm-hmm. uh, talking to my brother about. Yeah, I wanted to go back I, to it. I, uh, there's, there's this musician and she's amazing. She's got a crazy good voice. Uh, she's kind of, uh, she's a part of like a really big, uh, system, like a, a music, uh, machine. Right. But she's kind of like, uh, on the lower part of the machine, but, uh, she started a Kickstarter and I was all for, you know, 10 bucks i get the album you know the the next album she drops uh you know ahead of time wonderful right so i i dropped the 10 bucks on her uh on the album uh and next thing i know we're six years later now (laughs) (laughs) and uh just to let you know she raised like thirty six thousand dollars whoa and there's nothing to show for it so it it's it's an interesting thing, man. It's an interesting thing. I'm not too sour about it, but uh, it's just super interesting that this would come up in particular because I literally was talking about that earlier today. <laughs> yeah, the universe is doing weird things like that lately, man. Like, um, I'm working on a cover of the the song. You know the Tom Hanks movie, That Thing You Do. Yes. Uh, that lead song in there, that super catchy earworm, that's the next uh, lockdown jam that I'm doing. Uh, and, nice. and rather than do it all myself, I kind of reached out because I got musician friends, you know what I mean? So I thought, fuck it. I'm just going to reach out to a couple of musicians. Ended up with some dope players on this song. Um, um, but my point was, I, I randomly decided to, it, it was because obviously Adam Schlesinger passed away sadly um, last week or the week before. Now, he wrote that song and he's also the bass player for one of my favorite bands, Fountains of Wayne. So I think, uh, and rest in peace, of course, such a tragic loss, as is everyone we're losing to, to this horrible thing. But um, <coughs> that was the kernel for me to like, oh, I love that song. I really want to cover it. How come I never covered it when I, you know, years ago? Um, so finally start learning it. Uh, I, I tell my buddy JJ in Portland and I'm like, hey, man, this is the next song we're going to do. And he's like, whoa, just this morning, I mentioned to somebody at work how that song was stuck in my head randomly. Um, so it's just one of those like, <laughs> 
sometimes <laughs> shit like that goes down. And then I send it to my buddy to play guitar. Uh, and he says, oh, yeah, I, I told my friend what we were doing. And he said his band are covering it, too. Uh, so it's just such oh, wild, wow. wild things that happen, man. Weird coincidences and, and little things, you know. And that's that's reminding me. Recently, I did an interview uh, for Matt Lee's Gets Creative. Uh, spoiler alert with um, Andy Kim. Now, Andy Kim was the singer of the Archies, so he wrote Sugar Sugar, which is a super famous song. Uh, um, now, okay. we were originally supposed to record on a Monday, and there was some sort of power cut in his area. Blah, blah, blah. didn't work out. Anyway, we reset the day for Tuesday. So I leave work. I book an hour off. This is when I had a job. Oh, the days. Uh, I book an hour off to head home early for this rescheduled date uh, interview with Andy Kim, get in the car, the taxi to take me home. Driver says, all right, if I put the radio on, I said, yep, he puts it on and sugar, sugar was on the radio hand on heart. <laughs> um, and I told Andy Kim himself that story and he's like, you've inspired me for the rest of the day. That's beautiful. You know, it's just weird, <laughs> weird things like that, man. So, uh, it's, it's a strange old world, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm optimistic as much as things are scary and strange right now, but, uh, you know, support artists out there, folks. There's lots of people doing live shows and releasing projects and, you know, you should check them out. You should. You should support them uh, and and give them some love. You know, you know what's interesting. I haven't I haven't thought of that movie in oof, years, mm. and it has one of my favorite actresses in it. You know, actresses in it. <laughs> uh, and uh, wow, I'm, I might have to quarantine uh, watch that. You know, <laughs> it still holds up too. To the list. Yeah, man, it holds up still it, too. It, that song is a total earworm to your right. It's it's just one of those that gets in your head and you'll be humming it and singing it for the rest of the week, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's obviously, that's what Tom Hanks wanted because the movie's kind of like a, a story, almost like Beatles-esque, isn't it? You know, it's about like a one-hit wonders band, literally. Uh, and he wanted a earworm. He wanted a catchy, catchy sing. The Oneaters, <laughs> that's right. Looks like it says, looks like Oneaters. Yeah. Uh, such, a, such a great, and uh, as my wife pointed out, and you kind of just did right now too. Loads of stars in this movie, man. Like Liv Tyler, Charlize Char- Char- Theron. I don't know which one of those Liv is Tyler, your girl. Yeah. Liv Tyler's your girl. Um, oh, Liv Tyler. I, I I got to meet her out here uh, once, and uh, she was just like stunning. And she had like no makeup on, and she was it was at a I was working at a Christmas tree lot. This is uh, during during uh, you know December. And she came in to our, our lot that's in a very uh, prestigious area. It's really close to uh, where a lot of movie stars live. And she came in, and I was like, is that who, it, who I think it is? And my buddy's like, yup. And I got to help her uh, check out. And she, she bought two trees one for her and one for her, uh, I don't know if it was a maid or a housekeeper or somebody, but they were like two of the biggest trees in the whole lot. And uh, she was just like really nice. And uh, I just remember that day it was awesome. <laughs> and then um, I'm trying to remember what this gentleman's name is. He was, uh, did you watch Friends? Yep. Phoebe's brother. Oh, Giovanni Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi. Who's also in, in That the, Thing You Do. Which is also, yeah, <laughs> there you go. He uh, he also came in that same day. And for the rest of the whole season, we didn't get anyone else famous. <laughs> Damn. Now, he is somebody that uh, 
is a tremendous actor. Like yes. he's the kind of guy yeah. where it took me years to realize that he was in, it was him in different things. If you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have those actors where you grow up and you realize, mm-hmm. holy crap, that's an act. You know, that's, he is one of those actors that, you know, he does things like friends. Uh, and then he's got great roles. He's in one of my favorite movies as well as that thing you do uh, flight of the Phoenix. Um, I've never seen it. The, the Dennis Quaid remake. And he plays a wackadoo in that movie. That's another good one. You should throw that on your list too. Um, okay. Real good. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's cool when you meet like a, somebody like that, like a celeb and they're nice and, and it kind of makes your day. And it, you know, with respect, she probably doesn't remember uh, buying a Christmas tree from our boy. Right. Um, but, oh no. But you remember, <laughs> you remember your experience with her. Uh, and I think it's so cool when they can actually take time to, to be nice, to be kind, um, and kind of set that up for, you know, you, you see people like that and you think, I mean, I met John Barrowman from Doctor Who in a, in a, in an elevator, in a lift once, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he took two seconds. He was really nice and friendly. And again, that's the story you still tell today. No way he remembers uh-huh. talking to us in the elevator, but we remember chatting with him for a moment. I also remember meeting uh, Jonathan Frakes, who played Riker in Star Trek Next Gen. Super nice. Super friendly. Never forget it. I also met the dude who played Worf, and he was a dick. Also, you know what? never forget it. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was I was just about to say that before you uh, mentioned, uh, you know, meeting someone that was a dick. I was going to say, you also remember especially the people that are dicks to you. Yeah. The famous people that are dicks to you. Uh, I actually have, I have one guy, and I, I hold a grudge to this day. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, uh, but American soccer player Kobe Jones. Right. Uh, he, um, I was, I must have been like nine or ten years old, and I went up to him and asked him for an autograph, and he gave me the like the shoe fingers, you know, oh. like the the get out of here, and he he was just on a phone call, and like he like gave me like a disgusted like. Like crinkled nose, and I was just like, "I'm ten, dude. I'm ten. Like, yeah. Like you could have just, you could have just not said anything to me and just signed the thing real quick, and yeah, I would have never remembered that. You know, yeah. it's one thing if you're a but, grown uh, man asking someone for an autograph, but like if you're a kid, just just fucking sign it, man. Yeah, just sign real quick. You you don't have to do anything else. You just, you know, I I would have understood you're on the phone. You can't say anything to me. Just. Boom. And he, at that point, he was one of my favorite players. And now he's a dick Amen. Yeah. <laughs> forever. That's right. Forever. Fuck that, dude. That's right. I hope he sprains his ankle, man. You know what I mean? Nothing serious. Uh, I'm not wishing his career over, but I hope he sprains yeah, yeah. his ankle. You know what I mean? It's not well, nice. He's, he's long retired now. He's, this was, this was like in what? 95, the year after the world cup in the U S right. This, yeah. This is 95. Right. So, I was like 10 years old. Well, then I hope he does sprain his ankle <laughs> and I hope he's limping around for the rest of quarantine. That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah. So it's, oh man, you all get, you know, I've had times like that. I've had uh, like, I've hosted like panels with people who are super friendly Yeah. and I've hosted panels with people that are super not friendly. And I think I've said on the show before, my point is like, why'd you do this then, man? Like, why'd you agree to sit up here if you don't want to talk about whatever the subject is that you were in? Why'd you agree to this? You know, but some, you know, to each their own, I suppose. Um, now, you must get this all the time, but it's like celeb sightings because you live like, you know, around there. Is it just become normal to you now? Like, because I'm in that world. You know what? I, I walked by Cameron Diaz in an airport once and like, it was like, holy shit, is that, 
because it takes you a minute, right? So I imagine being there when there's people everywhere, it just kind of might become normal to you. I don't know. You you would think that you would see more celebrities than you actually do. Yeah. Like I grew up in Pasadena, which is just outside of Los Angeles, maybe like 10 miles away uh, from actual Los Angeles. But all the celebrities live in like Los Feliz, Beverly Hills and, you know, really nice posh places. So, uh, you know, I did not. <laughs> so, so uh, you know. There, there are some celebs that live in Pasadena, but, you know, you don't come across them too often. Uh, one of my good buddies, he, uh, he used to work at a, at a grocery store, uh, and um, his, one, of, one of his regular customers was Jimi Hendrix's brother. Damn. He would come in all the time, and he would he was, actually would talk to him about, uh, do you remember when that really bad Jimi Hendrix movie came out with Andre 3000? Oh, yeah. They buried that movie, didn't they? Wow. Oh, they did because they didn't get any of the music rights. And he was talking to him about it. And he's like, yeah, they didn't even ask. Didn't even ask the, uh, the you know, the, the, the estate if they could use actual music. Damn. And that made the movie terrible. Well, yeah, that's like not even trying then, right? Like, it's one thing if you, <laughs> if you asked and they said, yeah, we want 10 million. And you're like, yo, we don't have it. But. You didn't even ask. <laughs> exactly. Shameful. Shameful. Love some Jimi Hendrix though. As far as as far as celebrities, I haven't come across too many, but I had I have been entangled in the world of like uh, of soccer out here uh, with the Galaxy, uh, with um, the MLS in general, and I've come across so many soccer players. Some amazingly friendly, some not so friendly. Um, but, uh, but you know, most, most, I gotta say most soccer players are usually down to earth. The absolute wonderful interaction I've had with any player was actually David Beckham. He was by far the like coolest guy. He stopped and took pictures with, with professional players that just wanted to hang out and, you yeah. know, just take a picture with him. And then he took a picture with me. Uh, you know, I think I was like 20 at that point. I just, I just wanted to take a picture with him and he was super cool, man. He, he was, uh, you know, he could have shattered my, my entire childhood. Cause I grew up watching Manchester United, you know, growing up and, uh, he, he actually was super cool and, and, uh, he lived up to all my expectations. Yeah. That was the classic era of Manchester United, wasn't it? Yeah. That Beckham era, because I was watching back then too, you know, my dad and I ended up being Mm -hmm. into more localized football later on, but yeah, big Manchester United fans. We were at uh, Man U Man City uh, for the centenary game. Um, I never got to see Beckham play live though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always miss that. But yeah, you know, it was, that was the classic era with Giggsy and all those boys. Uh, I remember it did it. It used to be that Giggsy was the only Welshman you knew. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was That's what we were talking about that yeah and now it's it was yeah and now it's now Giggsy, <laughs> me and uh just johnny i suppose you know and just John, three yeah yeah just, now you know three welsh three motherfuckers now. pretty cool uh so all right look speaking of celebs and all that thing we mentioned earlier cameo which is a website where you can go and ask these celebs to basically send a video so if i wanted to send a video to my boy Vic from David Beckham, and he'd get a video. Would be like, "All right, it's David Beckham here, and I'm just saying hi to Vic. Uh, all right, happy birthday, or whatever." Uh, so, 
Exactly. Based on that scenario, you came up with a game for us to play. I did, yes. And uh, I kind of broke it down into like two categories. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, we can play... We could play it two ways. We could play it if you, you know, I can give you the, I can give you a price point, and you're gonna tell me higher or lower, or you can try to guess the actual amount of the uh, of what it costs to get these celebrities. Mm. Uh, and I'm using air quotes here, celebrities. Yeah, yeah. To uh, <laughs> to send a message. All right. Well, I think we should do. Is it Price is Right? That's like higher lower thing. I think we should go that way. I think. <clears throat> Okay, higher or lower? Okay. And uh, let's say you'll win if you get half of them right. <laughs> All right. Sounds like fun to me. Uh, now, when we last talked about this, I told you I hadn't checked around Cameo. The only time I've been on it is because recently two of my favorite wrestlers got fired from WWE, and I saw they released Cameos, and I was like, hmm, how much? But that's all I know. I don't know anything else. Uh-oh. Because one of the categories is wrestling, because I know you're a wrestling fan. Yeah, but these guys literally within the last two days were on there, so it may not... But it's okay. Don't worry. There's no way I'm going to remember those numbers anyway. Okay. All right. Well, uh, do you want to start with the wrestling category or the music and movies category? We'll start with music and movies and we'll finish with wrestling, I think. Okay. All right. And I also have a tiebreaker down here at the bottom. All right. We can can move on to. Uh, All right. So music, you're very familiar with, I'm sure, many artists. Uh, this artist was very popular in the 2000s, mm-hmm. and it is Sean Paul. Sean Paul, okay, okay. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. I used to pay a lot of Sean Paul on my radio and back in my radio days. I, I'm sure you had to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you had to. When I used to host the All top right. 11 at 11 on CHCI, we played a lot of that shit. Uh, okay. All right. So Sean Paul, higher or lower than 140 dollars. 140 bucks, Sean Paul, higher or lower. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go lower. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So for Sean Paul to send you a message, you have to pay him $110. Damn. That's a lot, right? <laughs> you think? I think so. I think so. That's a uh, lot. Okay. All right. So. The next per the next person, also a legend. <laughs> I guess you call him a legend. A hundred and sixty dollars higher or lower for Mister Flava Flav. Ooh, now our boy might be hurting because he just got fired, right? <clears throat> so correct. Uh, I think. But what does that mean? Does that mean he needs money, or does that mean he charges more? Right, like does that mean he cranks the price to, to to take advantage of the ones he gets, or does he lower it in order to have like a bargain basement thing? You know. Now, yeah, my knowledge of Flavor Flav tells me, and now the first thing I think of is not intelligence. I'm not being rude to our boy. I'm just saying. So I think he's gonna overprice himself. He's shot too high, and his price is over the amount. Wow, you're good at this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. He he, uh, he actually charges. I think the most that I saw in, in this entire in this, on the entire site that I uh, that I picked apart, he charges three hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of here for flavor. Three hundred dollars per message. Yeah, come on. No man. Uh, 
All right. Well, let's let's keep on going. Let's keep on going. For Redman, famous for being, uh, you know, Method Man's right hand man. Mm-hmm. From How High, one of my favorite movies. And other movies. Judge me if you want. I don't care, ladies and gentlemen. How High is one of my favorite movies. Fifty dollars higher or lower? Whoa. Well, I'll tell you what. If it's lower. This podcast is going to have an intro from Redman next week. I'll tell you that much. Um, but uh, definitely got to be higher than 50 for Red. That ain't even like, you know what I mean? That ain't even a bag of weed. Oh, for man. You're good, man. I, I, try to, I, try to, I try to trip you up here. I try to try to make it low enough for you to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, I'm going to order a Redman video right now. <laughs> higher than 50, though, for yeah, sure. Yeah, his price is 160 bucks. Oh, see, that's yeah. A, feels like a lot, man. Hundred, hundred sixty bucks. Yeah. All right, now, actor Vinnie Jones, also known as Bulletu Tony, mm-hmm. and also a Welshman. I'll have you know, and also a Welshman. Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't know he was Welsh. Now you know four. That makes four. Yeah, that makes four. <laughs> uh, Vinnie Jones, higher or lower? $175. See, again, I, I can't go with what I think they're worth. I got to go with what I think they think they're worth. 175 is what you said? One seven. I said 175, yeah. See, I'm leaning towards higher because I think he'd, he'd ask for more than that. But maybe I'm going higher. He wants more than that money. Wow. 100% so far. Yeah. <laughs> he charges a hundred and uh, two hundred and ten dollars. Jeez, and like I always like, where did they get the ten from? Like, did he sit there and go, uh, I don't know, two hundred and ten? It's very strange. You know, you know what the you know what the funniest part of it is that I actually round up one cent. Almost all of these are uh, let's see, one uh, two two hundred nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so weird, I, right? I rounded them all up one cent. Yeah. So there must be like must a, be suggesting like yeah amounts, and then there must be a cut must, that somebody else is getting, and that's why we're getting uneven numbers, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? All right, so you so you completely wiped out the music and movies category. So this wrestling category should be a breeze, right? That's right. Let's have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. We're going to start with, uh, this is just about where I stopped watching wrestling completely. Uh, uh, Matt Hardy. Mm. Matt Hardy. Delete. Do you remember a Mr. Matt Hardy? Of course I do. Of course I do. He's still active today. <laughs> and he must be deleted. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so $220, higher or lower? Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. I'm going. Ooh. See, you, you, uh, I like this game because you have to think it through, right? Like I'm thinking, what would he charge for an autograph yeah. and a picture if I saw him at a Comic-Con? You know what I mean? And he wouldn't charge no 250 That's like William Shatner mm-hmm. money. But this isn't a Comic-Con. This is a personalized video. So Matt Hardy, yep. he's, got his, he's got his brother to look after. We all know that. Um Matt Hardy, don't screw me on this, Matt Hardy. Higher. 
You actually got that wrong. Oh, the I first knew one it. you got wrong. I knew he was lower. I knew it. Oh, damn it. He charges 110. 110. That's, oh, damn. See, I knew, as soon as the words came out of my damn mouth, <laughs> I knew I was wrong. And my Comic-Con idea was right, wasn't it? I was going with the com- yeah. the comparison. To- yeah. Oh, damn it. We almost had 100%. All right. Well, this is one of my favorites on the whole list. And this is Animal from the Road Warriors. What a rush. Legion of Doom. Yeah. Higher or lower at $150. Mr. Joe Laranitis, former at Legion of Doom. Who, who, as a side note, it is kind of sad when you see these dudes at cons and shit and they still paint their faces, right? Is that just me? I don't know. Makes me feel sad when I see I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. Like you see Demolition. Remember those guys? You see them at like cons and they're like in their 70s and they still paint their faces. I mean, what do I know? Ain't nobody paying money to to hang out and get my (laughs) picture. But Okay, so his number was 150 higher or lower? Um, Correct. Definitely higher. You're over two in the wrestling category, Mr. Lazy. Oh, uh, damn. Now, Mr. Animal from the Road Warriors is only $80. Oh, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. That's not so bad, right? Yeah, I got. Right. A, I, I have an autographed figure of his upstairs, which cost me 20 bucks to get signed. <laughs> All right. So, over two on the wrestling. I would not have predicted that. I would have thought you would have ran through the wrestling category. I know. Me too. <laughs> All right, so this next wrestler was the strongest man in the world. You know who this is? Mark. It's Mr. Mark Henry. <laughs> Higher or lower at $65. Oh, damn. Um, please, Mark, please be charging more than that. Please have some respect for yourself. Gotta be. I, I'll, see, now I want to switch it because I've been 0 for 2, so now I want to reverse the answer, but then is that uh, more? Gotta be more than 65. Come on, Mark. You actually got it right. Ooh. 75 bucks. Ooh. Not by much. Yeah. I cut it close here. Yeah. I, I was, it, was, it was way for thin here, the margins that I was working with. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Mark Henry. He wasn't an olympian right he yeah he was a, a weightlifting olympian right yeah he was legit Did he win gold yeah he was legit strongest man in the world at some point yeah definitely olympic gold medalist i believe um well we're gonna go from one olympic gold medal medalist to another dun, dun, you suck dun, dun, you suck <laughs> dun, dun. mr kurt angle himself now, he loves himself too, I think. Is it higher or lower? Is it higher or lower than $210? Higher. Definitely higher. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Lizzie. Much more affordable than you would think. $110 for a Kurt Angle message. I never liked you, Kurt Angle. And, <laughs> and that's all I got for, for the wrestling category. Uh, I did have a bonus one here. You you ended up getting uh, just above 500 here. Um, I have just an extra one here. Uh, I don't know if you're mm-hmm. 
a Lord of the Rings fan yep. or a or a Rudy fan. Okay, I think I know where we're going. One in the same, Mr. Sean Aston. Ooh, a real Higher life Goonie. Higher or lower than $200. Well, he's a real life Goonie. You got Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, like you said. You got Rudy. You got Stranger Things, of course, recently. Mm-hmm. Higher than lower than what was the number you gave me? Two? 200 even. Come on, Mikey. Higher. Ah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. He actually charges 300 bucks. See, now, when you look at that and number, that's a-, that's a lot, but you still think that's almost worthy, isn't it? He's a huge star. You know, he, you you he actually is not too bad in his messages. I was going to actually bring this up. Oh, I think almost all of these are not worth their price at all because they kind of leave sad, boring, uninspired messages. Yeah. Like, oh, I hope that your granny gets out of the hospital very soon. I hope she uh, has a happy 95th birthday. Yeah. You know, like it's it's a lot of just boring, like no effort. But I'll tell you who the most interesting one of them all is. Redman leaves the best messages. I I suggest you go and just watch all because you can watch all the all the cameos they leave. Yeah. Uh, on the app and. Redman is just hilarious. I, I, $160 well, well worth it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that's the part I don't like is that the videos are all there because, you know, if you want him to do like an intro for your podcast or something, I guess it's promotion, but yeah, you know, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I'd love to have a red man intro. I think that'd be dope. Cause I, I love me some red man and method man. Um, oh who, yeah. Who would be your wish list then uh, on, on the cameo site that you've seen? Who would you love to get a, a WhatsApp video? Oh, definitely. From? Definitely Red Man. Definitely. Uh, I, you know, Red and Meth, uh, that Blackout album they came out with oh, yeah. is one of my favorite hip hop albums ever. Uh, but other than that, honestly, maybe the Road Warrior, uh, Animal from, from uh, mm-hmm. Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I remember watching wrestling at that time. You know, that was the golden age of, of, of wrestling. And, oh, yeah. you know. I, you can't kind of can't beat it, you know, definitely not. Yeah, for sure. I think, yeah, I think that those are both good. Uh, Joe's that's a good answer. I, I don't know. I think I'd love I don't, definitely red man. Now that we're talking about it, cause I love me some red man and method man. And like I said, how high is legit? One of my favorite movies. Um, Oh yeah. Especially if you said he's fun, you know, like it'd be nice to have him sort of like cut a promo on you or something. Tell you to, 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 to wash <laughs> your stinking ass or something. He says shit. Like that, he yeah. says shit exactly like that. Yeah, he, he's like, get out of here with your stinking ass. And he's, he's funny. Yeah, he's just really funny. Yeah. he's a funny guy. So and that's how it's got. I be. would one hundred percent. Because I've seen a couple, yeah. like you yeah. said, where it's just like, hey, this is a message for Matt, just saying happy birthday. All right, later. You know, um, recently we were talking about the wrestlers I knew, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, two of my favorite. To the, the major bros, they also host a, a wrestling figure podcast, which is like nerddom 101 for me. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> they got released, and I saw they set up cameos, so I immediately checked. And what's funny about them, we were talking about amounts, is uh, Broski, Matt Cardona, Zach Ryder, he set his amount at 50. 
Uh, and then I saw Brian Myers, his podcast buddy and former tag team partner, set his at like forty-seven fifty or something. You know, forty-seven dollars fifty cents. And then on their podcast, he said, "If anyone's wondering why I did such a weird number, I just wanted to undercut Zach here." Um, so <laughs> it's funny if you're only looking for one of them, you go, "Well, he's three bucks cheaper. I'll take uh, I'll take that guy." <laughs> you know, I I I looked at the site and there was there was definitely some older wrestlers there. And uh, have you seen the movie Friday as well? Have you seen Have you seen Friday? Yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them all. They get progressively worse. So, so Debo, Debo from Friday, uh, he's doing cameos from like a hospital bed. Oh damn! And that's that's it's it's just more of that like some of this stuff is just really sad and like yeah, like I don't know if I want a message from uh, Debo from a hospital bed. You know, I want him to get better, but. Yikes. Yeah, yeah that's know? that would make, yeah that'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, I think though if I was a, I don't know, it's hard to say. You always say this like if people wanted my cameo, I think I'd be lowballing, man. You know what I mean? It's just extra money, right? You know. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Charge like fifty bucks, whatever, so. and you know that that that's a that's an alleged bag of green if you're in a country where that sort of thing's allowed. Um, and you know, imagine just random fifty bucks text. That'd be dope. I'd be all right with that. You know, your PayPal just going diddling. Here's fifty dollars. Diddling. Here's fifty dollars. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> so if anyone wants a video greeting from me, uh, uh, I'll make you a deal. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even gotta go to the site. <laughs> nah, just send me a message on Facebook, everybody, and I'll send you your nice little video greeting back. I probably won't even charge you. I'll say your happy birthdays. I'll <laughs> sing. You know, whatever you need. Um, uh, so as we as we round up, I wanted to mention this Saturday because I'm going to put this episode up like right away, which is the cool thing about being locked down. I have lots of time. Um, this Saturday, the 26th, 5th, 5th, I'm going to be going live on Facebook Live uh, through a group called the Virtual Tavern. It's like an online community. Uh, they do like quiz nights. They do music nights. There's like 30,000 strong members in there. So they're hosting the gig I'm doing Saturday evening, 6 p.m. UK, uh, UK time. Um, so that's exciting. I hope people can check that out. Uh, and there's been lots of like musicians doing live streams and stuff. And if if you don't like, mind me mentioning, you're you're gonna do one too, right? You're planning on it. I'm planning on. I keep on uh, pushing it back. Just different things keep getting in the way, and uh, I, I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one before this ends, before this quarantine stuff ends. But uh, yeah, it'll be on on Facebook. Or I was actually playing around with the idea of IG Live, but We'll see. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different options and things you think of. I go with the Facebook one because it just seems to be the better the better platform, and it's where I have more people watching. You know, um, you can't do uh, YouTube anymore unless you have like a thousand, ten thousand subscribers or some shit. Um, that's, oh, that's if you want to use like mobiles. You have to use your laptop or your desktop otherwise. And I don't have a functional. My laptop records, and that's about it. You know what I mean? He ain't trying to do anything else for me. Oh man, he ain't trying to run videos for me. Nothing like that. So, but it does the job. But yeah, we were you know, actually talking about that the other. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. How both of our laptops are pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I straight up put it on airplane mode, turn everything else off, just so that the software will run to record the stuff. And that's about it, man. That's about all he's got for me. But you know, what, what can you do? It does the job. But yeah, folks want to check that out. We'd love to have you watch along with us. I'll share links and stuff like that. And um, hopefully, one day soon, there'll be a. A buffet boys podcast. Ah, uh, we want to do it. We want to do it so bad, but it's just uh, for uh, for many reasons we haven't yeah. been able to get back to it. 
uh, we're we're on hiatus until further notice. Uh, but but we'll get back into it eventually, and we'll pop back up in your uh, in your podcast feed, and and uh, you know we'll we'll be back to our same old uh, uh, knucklehead stuff. So yeah, because there was there was a point where uh, I was starting to learn about basketball. Nice. Just because you guys were chatting about it, but always my favorite pieces were always when you guys were just you know giving each other shit. Um, oh know, yeah, that's, just that, kinda, those are fa- those yeah, that was our favorite part. Just just talking, uh, just uh, just talking mess with each other, and and you know it, it's. I mean, I've I've known my buddy Eb for fifteen years, fifteen sixteen years. So, uh, you know, by far was somebody I've known for a long time. So. Uh, we can we can do that kind of thing and yeah. not take not take offense and not not get our uh, pennies in the bunch, you know. Yeah, that's one of the things you can't replace is like longtime friends doing a show like that because you're right, you get that natural like chemistry between each other and the ball busting. You know what I mean? You're not afraid to tell each other yeah. to shut the fuck up and nobody gets their feelings hurt <laughs> afterwards. You know, it happens. <laughs> I w- exactly. Exactly. I, w- I wanted to make mention of the one story you've told on the buffet boys that makes me laugh real hard, and that was the story about the milk. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind embellishing and telling my listeners, the, the milk drinking. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, before before social media, before all this, uh, you know, putting your information out there all the time. You know, I was a dumb. 18, 19 year old. And, uh, for the heck of it, uh, we did the, uh, milk challenge and that's to drink a gallon of milk before the hour runs out. And now there's two challenges to that. One is your body cannot, uh, digest the amount of lactose you're putting into it. And two, the quantity of liquid you're putting in your body is very difficult to, to handle. Um, but somehow, some way, uh, I managed to, uh, to keep it down for the entire hour, but really soon after that hour was over, it didn't come out the top. It was rushing out the bottom. Eventually I did get to a bathroom, but, uh, but I think your favorite line was that I, <laughs> I ain't been right ever since. That's right. And and uh that's 100 percent true i I haven't enjoyed milk quite the same (laughs) it's it's definitely definitely was a a interesting silly thing that i did as a uh 18 19 year old you accomplished it you were like oh you can do it i did do the milk challenge you know i've done it i did it (laughs) And, and and i did it while i was playing a game of chess so and there's video of this somewhere i it's not online Thank uh, somebody has somebody has this, uh, you know, uh, a mini DV somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who has it though. Somebody has it. It might have been erased at this point, but yeah, <laughs> it'll be TMZ footage one day when the Buffet Boys podcast blows <sighs> up. But like you when said, when I become president of the United States, well, hell, man, you, you can't be much worse. I don't want to talk politics, but goddamn. <laughs> Pretty much anyone can be president now, right? <laughs> anyone. I mean, that's what it feels like. It's open to everybody like. now. So it's terrifying. You know, we used to think it was a joke. <laughs> and we were like, that ain't going to happen. Pff, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> he ain't going to say that. He ain't going to keep talking like, oh, goodness gracious. So what, what a world we're in. You know what I mean? Look after yourself, folks, because yes. nobody else is looking after you. And sometimes people mm. are too dumb to look after you. 
goodness gracious. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, man. And then, our, you know, they're all doing it. Every country is doing stupid things. So, you know what I mean? It's like every other country's going, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> well, yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, we want you to stay safe, do the right thing, stay home and listen to podcasts. It's the best thing to do. Watch people do live streams, watch movies, behave yourselves, be kind, be decent. And as our buddy Jeff Davies says, if you can't be decent, at least be sanitary. Um, <laughs> that's another advantage of this whole lockdown thing is uh, the Rev Davies and I have rekindled after many years. Uh, we've actually had time to sit down and chat and iron some things out and, and get back to being able to talk to each other, which is wonderful. It's funny. The only one I'm not talking to during lockdown is my actual co-host who lives 20 minutes up the street, Just Johnny. But that's because <laughs> we, we love you, Just Johnny. We're proud of you. He is literally, we're not going to go too deep into it. He's very, he doesn't like his personal life spoken about, but he's working in the front lines in the health industry and he's doing everything he can. He's one of those people that we're hearing about. Clap for clap for these people. You know, he's one of them. He's part of that team. So here at Legend, we're very proud of our boy, Just Johnny. We'll have him back on one day soon. He's out there fighting the good fight so that guys like me and Vic can stay home and watch TV. <laughs> when we're allowed, when we can. Yes. Uh, other, also, yeah. also tip your tip your delivery drivers. Please. Don't be an asshole. That's right. Just because just because there's no contact delivery does not mean you're not supposed to tip. That's Don't right. be an asshole. You can do it right in the app. <laughs> you can do it right in the app, yeah. motherfuckers. Yep. Like our <laughs> app here allows me to tip first. And I tip first so that, the guy, so that the driver knows like I'm on his side. You know what I mean? Nice. I'm always tipping. Don't worry. Because if people are risking <laughs> their lives to bring you some damn cheeseburgers or some damn groceries or drop your mail off, you should be nice to them. That's what I'm saying. And that's me saying that, and I'm an asshole. So there you go. <laughs> uh, closing thoughts from everybody's favorite buffet boy. Yeah, I said it. Other than tip your driver, be safe, and you know, wash your hands, wash your ass, wash, <laughs> wash your mouth, wash everything. That's right. Because uh, this stuff is serious, man. Serious business. That's right. Be and safe out there. Please do. And if you want to buy either one of us a cameo. It's Redman we're looking for. We might even be able to, you might even be able to combine both our names into one video. Maybe. We might be okay. There you go. Cool. All right. Well, thanks again for doing this with me. And uh, thanks to everybody for, for listening. And uh, we'll see you all on the flip side because Vic and I have another one planned too. Something else we're going to drop for you podcast listeners. Yeah. So we'll be in touch yeah. with that very soon. All right. Later, everyone. And uh, as we always say, please get the fuck off of my podcast. Legend in my, Legend in my- Legend in my-